I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, the only LAFC podcast hosted by 10 teenagers and one 40-year-old man. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of LAFC's regular season matchup against Real Salt Lake, which is this Saturday, May 13th at 6.30 p.m. in Salt Lake City. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. Plus. It is the free game this week. Unfortunately, we will... <laughs> Sorry, it was just that it was free. Oh, it's okay. I was just moving into a sad moment. Okay, so, hold on. So. Let me do the sound again, and then you can go... Unfortunately. We will not be having a live stream after the game this week, and we will explain why very soon. Will we? <laughs> I like the cliffhanger. Later in the show, we'll have our <laughs> official Happy Foot, Sad Foot quarterly review, and we'll learn all the storylines of this week's game. But first... Because designated listener representatives are threatening each of us just off camera, it's time for listener-mandated banter. Darren, I know what What's I want to talk about in banter right now. You do? Yeah. This is one of the few times where I'm like, I'm ready for banter. And here's what I want to say. Okay? okay? I'm drunk. <laughs> you don't know that. You didn't learn that until this moment. But I'm drunk. It's my birthday. I love it. As we it was record your birthday. This. Happy been, birthday, I, Travis. Thank you so much. I went to the picket line until five. My wife met me. We went to the smokehouse and we had two martinis. And here I am talking about Major League Soccer on my birthday. I could not be more Hollywood. I love it. <laughs> Nothing more Hollywood than getting drunk on martinis and talking about Major League Soccer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it could not be more Hollywood until I come into the picture. <laughs> Which is, which is par for the course. I'm I love drinking, 
Eric Wareheim's wine. Eric Wareheim, oh, if you're that listening, good. I know that you're a big good. fan of the, of show. the podcast. We His are genuinely big fans of you and your comedy and your wine. I think of all of the celebrity wine, Eric Wareheim does the best stuff. I mean, like, I totally agree, but the bar is probably not super high. Yeah, like Francis Ford Coppola does good stuff, and then it's like it drops off, and then you have like Snoop Dogg grocery store wine or whatever. But Eric Wareheim makes like cool stuff. Yeah. Um, well, Eric Wareheim, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I I'm like, very excited that you're drunk. That's so fun. <laughs> it, it, I'm surprised it took me this long to do one of these while drunk. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wouldn't. I don't know if I could tell you if I've done one drunk. <laughs> that's probably even a bad the sign. post games. Like I had to drive home from all the games that we did at the stadium, so I only had one or two drinks. And I had I've been trying to cut back, so I haven't been drinking at home. So like I haven't done one. The very first one, I was nervous, so I had tequila when we did it. Um, but I have yeah, not I'll, been drunk in the way that I am right now. That's great. I'll drink when we do it, but I'm doing like drinking at home alone drinking. It's like have yeah. one or two drinks over the course of like six hours in a room at home. Yeah, I call that having children <laughs> drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do the having children version of everything these days. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, a ha- having children social life, which is this. I, <laughs> this is having, my social life. Having children crying in my car. It's a little yeah. less sad than crying in my car without children. <laughs> That's true. I think it's good justification. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so the reason the cliffhanger's over, the reason we're not having a uh, live stream this week is that I'm having a very small birthday dinner. Darren is one of the very few elites that are invited, just like I'm six of us. Elite. Darren's a Hollywood elite. So that's Saturday night. So we won't be watching the game. And, and what time is that? Be... What time do we go live on the birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> Saturday we'll night, be yeah, we'll be on. Unfortunately, it is on FS2. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're here with with Travis Hallwog and Duran Mahler. As <laughs> all right, I feel like that's sufficient I was, banter. Let's I was worried for a show. second that our quarterly review went so bad that we had to fire ourselves, and that's why we're not doing. Well, the show. It, that's I'm glad still that it's possible. Just the one. We're trying to we downsize. Go. We've lost so much money on this podcast <laughs> so far. We're, we really should downsize. It's true. We bought into big tech and we thought we had really high hopes for this podcast. And, you know, now it's time to downsize. We it's need you guys to buy Ethereum and we need you to buy it now. <laughs> we need to buy our, our coin. <laughs> foot half coin. Half coin. Yeah. Foot coin. Oh, foot coin. That's probably already a thing. It's probably bad. <laughs> Bunion Oof. coin. Start the show. This is stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're listening to or watching this show for the first time, we call this show an LAFC gateway drug for new and existing fans alike. And obviously, Travis and I are both big enough fans of the club to, I don't know, stay up late on a Tuesday night watching a third string version of the team play a Division Two team in a tournament that isn't even part of the season and then live stream a post-scream <laughs> show after they play 120 minutes and penalty kicks. But besides that... I'm a totally normal adult, very cool and good person. I live with my family and I have a job and I think about things that aren't LAFC like all the time. How do I have it all? Well, my friend Travis is a dangerous LAFC zealot. Behind the mask of a classic Hollywood nice guy, he's pure concentrated LAFC fandom in human form. 
He is the drug. So at night when he wakes, I lock him in my basement and I force him to catch me and all of you up on everything we need to know about LAFC each week in a segment we call Storylines. I like to think of myself as an LAFC gremlin that you can't feed, you can't feed the good stuff to after dark. Uh, it's like- important because what you what you get fed is what ends up in the drug. So <laughs> we need the drug to be as pure as possible for myself and for the listeners. Well, Darren, I'm ready to feed you that drug intravenously. Are you ready? Ooh. Yeah. That's the good stuff. You know, I mean, you can maybe gum the powder of this, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to shoot it right into your veins. This weekend, we are rolling into the biggest party city in America. One <laughs> every away fan is excited to attend. The boys in black and gold are heading to you guessed it, Salt Lake City, Utah, baby, the margarine of cities. <laughs> The Mitt Romney of cities. <laughs> the Susan Boyle of cities, baby. Here we go. Darren, right off the bat, do you think the team will be mentally ready for the game or will they be out late drinking half-proof alcohol and beers the size of those little cups you pee into at the doctors? What do you think? Are they going to be prepared? I don't know. There's so many distractions. I don't know. It's just wherever they go. It's like the Monaco race of MLS. <laughs> I was just in Miami for the Knicks game, which I do not want to talk about. Although they won tonight, which was nice. Yeah, what, they, yeah they won for your birthday. They're going to lose. We all know nice they're going to lose. But I went to Miami, which is why I missed Dar- the post game for the San Jose game. He but admitted I it. Went I went for to see the Knicks play because they never get into the second round. And Formula One was happening in Miami. And I got to tell you, Formula One people go fucking nuts. People were losing their minds in Miami. That shit is huge. The richest people on the planet love it. Don't you want to be like them? (laughs) (laughs) The biggest yachts I've ever seen were in Miami last weekend. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. There's a bunch of interesting storylines for this week's game. But let's start with the obvious one. F1 Salt Lake City. (laughs) (laughs) The yachts are stuck in the Salt Lake as it slowly drains because of climate change. (laughs) There's a bunch of interesting storylines for this week's game. Let's start with the obvious one, Darren. And the first storyline in the game is this. Can LAFC get back on track? We've never had to start with something like that, and it feels weird to say. It may be hard to remember after the absolute joy of a U.S. Open Cup game against Monterey Bay FC this week, but LAFC lost our last Major League Soccer game for the very first time this or last week against San Jose. It wasn't the worst loss in the world from what I can hear. We knew it had to happen at some point, but losing two in a row major league soccer games would feel very different be bad. Uh, than losing one random game against an incredible Christian Espinoza and a San Jose team. I didn't get to watch the San Jose game because I was busy, you know, going to strip clubs with Charles Leclerc of Ferrari. <laughs> Darren, did you see anything that concerned you long term in that game? What should we be looking for that we don't want to repeat from that game? Well, I am actually hearing just now for the first time that we lost. I had the memory erased. 
an eternal sunshine situation. <laughs> so I don't know. No, I have to answer seriously, I would say it felt like a speed bump and I'm cool. I'm feeling okay. I said this on the live, the post game live stream. I really think just like unfortunate timing was how I think with another 10 minutes in that game, we probably would have tied it back up and everything would have been fine. We I, were fine. I, we, you didn't feel worried it, it, during that game. It felt like, oh, it didn't work out. Like we, we went down early and then took care of it early. We, we equalized pretty quickly. And then like toward the end of the game, we, they got a PK. It's really interesting it's like, because the storyline between it seems like Bowanga and Christian Espinosa are going to be the two MVP like front runners all season. So it'll, we play San Jose, I think three times this season. So every time we do it, it'll be very interesting to see it because yeah. they both scored last game, but Espinosa scored two because of that PK. But the first team had a full week of rest for the first time in a long time this week. So we should be expecting our best players to play in Salt Lake this weekend. Whether or not that includes Giorgio Chiellini has yet to be seen. Darren, have you heard anything from your sources in the LAPD about the whereabouts of Chiellini? No, they have multiple search parties out. They still have not found him. There are talismans that they've collected of his to see if maybe canines can help. Uh, we, we're not sure if he's actually missing in any sort of dangerous way, yeah. but we also just want to respect his boundaries and don't want to really like annoy him if yeah. we keep texting him. So whatever it's he's cool. doing is fine. We're just it's you know, cool making that sure you, that you talk about law enforcement as we like. I know how pro police you are, like personally. So oh, that's really yeah, rad. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I meant we, the volunteer search party that is a f- employed by the police, liaises with the police <laughs> begrudgingly. What's your favorite thing about the police? Would you say, Dan? <laughs> oh, uh, I guess I would say the ethos. <laughs> I personally like the when I'm thinking about the LAPD. I like the gangs that they form and they have to, where oh, they have yeah, to the arrest. Gangs are cool. <laughs> yeah, the gangs yeah. are really cool. <laughs> the drunk me is like any. <laughs> it's time to burn any bridge we have with anyone who knows anyone in law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking pigs. That brings us to our <laughs> opponent and the second storyline of the week, oh, man. which is this. Salt Lake City isn't as bad as they seem on paper. So RSL has had a pretty interesting season so far, Darren. They started off on the worst foot possible. They lost 4-0 to zero to Salt Lake City um, in week two. Then immediately they lost four to zero to Columbus crew in week three. So you might assume they are the worst team we will play so far. However, since April 22nd, which is a few weeks ago, they've had a run of some really decent games against teams. They absolutely should be losing to their last three MLS games have been against three top teams in the West and they beat San Jose 3 to 1. They tied the Houston Dynamo 0-0 and last week they tied the Seattle Sounders 0-0. So after getting decimated early in the season, they've really tightened up their defense and have played really solid and smart soccer against genuinely good teams in this league, including the one that just beat us. They haven't figured out really how to score consistently, but just because they sit 11th in the West, I would not overlook this game. This team is on a really, really good run. Their top goal scorer 
on the year is DP Jefferson Savarino. He's a 26-year-old from Venezuela. He's got three goals on the year. That's not a lot, but he's doing pretty well. Also, he's been battling injuries, but all, look to our old friend, Danny Musovsky, to get a revenge goal on us, which I wouldn't like because I talk a lot of shit about Danny Musovsky in my private life. Every day I bring up how I don't <laughs> like Danny Musovsky. <laughs> It, you spin a wheel to see if it's him or B-Rod or... No, B-Rod... B you scratched Aaron Long off the wheel. <laughs> so Musovsky was more annoying to me than B-Rod. B-Rod was like a disappointment. Musovsky, there were fans of LAFC that liked Moose, and I understand why. I was never one of them. He made me... When he came into the game, I was like, he's annoying and he's not good enough to be on a top-tier team, and he deserves to be on Real Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow it's honestly just kind of judgy yeah i'm cool with that <laughs> i would be much happier with a bogus than a danny musovsky most of rsl's goals have come from strong defense which then finds savarino or ruben or gomez in transition so it's going to if we score a bunch of goals on rsl that'll be a big surprise their defense has been great the last i want to say four games of the season but, Darren... How many games have they played against Boanga? Against Denny Boanga specifically? Yeah. I w I'll, Hold on, let me check. Oh, sure. They have played um, zero goals against him this season? Zero goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. Fuck. I really thought I was doing that. I was playing that so good. I thought... I was like, oh, this is a funny bit. You're, You're walking like, right oh, into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, bit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's look I, let's okay. keep going <laughs> for the, for, they, okay you were gonna say that they've never done it against buwanga yes i agree we're gonna we should beat them uh, <laughs> but for the first time in our season rsl is actually going to be at a disadvantage that we normally are on which brings us to the third storyline of this game the final big storyline of this game RSL is going to be playing on short rest, and we will not be, Darren. Woo! Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Is that even um, allowed? We are recording this episode on Wednesday night, the same night that they are playing the Portland Timbers in the U.S. Open Cup. Now, I can look up what the score is right now, I just realized. Um, oh, cool. Ooh, Travis doxed his birthday. Uh-oh. It's one-to-one -one in the 39th minute. So. Ooh. Who knows what will happen, but as of recording, we don't know whether or not they'll win. But according to a quote in the Salt Lake City Tribune from a rookie player, they said, Pablo, their coach, has made it very clear they're trying to win the U.S. Open Cup. That means that their best players will be going hard just four days away from a game against us, the only good team in Major League Soccer. And coming <laughs> off of a week where we went with our LAFC2 squad so we could rest up our best team. It's normally the polar opposite. This is the first time I can say this this season. LAFC is coming in with fresh legs and our opponent will be playing very, very tired legs. So that also has something to do with... Um, the storylines of the game, which is the segment. <laughs> There's also some storylines of the storyline segment going on. <laughs> and it's that I, I walked around for four hours and then had two martinis with not a lot in my stomach. So while we know 
that Real Salt Lake isn't a team to fuck around with. Their game against us is not the most important game they'll be playing this week. They care more about the game they're playing tonight against Portland. I imagine if they lose, they will care about the LAFC game a lot more. But you who are listening to this will know more about that future than we do. And going into a week where we are about to play two games in a five-day period. So we play Real Salt Lake this weekend. Then next week we have Kansas City and then San Jose again in the same week. I think if unless all hell breaks loose, we should be able to poach this win away from home. If we don't... I would say it's a disappointment. Their defense is good, but they're going to be tired and we are a better team. But like I said, Darren, who knows? Everyone might be too hungover from the infinite temptation of a wild night out in Salt Lake City. How can you resist walking out to the sidewalk and looking at the view of the mountains? (laughs) How can you resist walking out to the sidewalk and seeing a road that is 10 lanes long in the middle of a city? (laughs) (laughs) how can you resist skiing till it gets dark (laughs) that sounds nice actually (laughs) when we come back let's do the halfo sappho quarterly review And we're back. Here at Happy Foot, Sad Foot headquarters, our success is driven by a relentless focus on quality and continuous improvement. And we're constantly striving to raise the bar and exceed our customers' expectations. We believe that numbers never lie. And if we stay accountable and take ownership, if we celebrate wins but don't get complacent, if we learn from failures and mistakes and focus on the big picture, small wins can lead to big victories. Now that we've made it through Q1 of the MLS season, and because we're playing a Real Salt Lake City team that could not possibly be less interesting to talk about any further, it's time for the official Happy Foot, Sad Foot quarterly review. So, Travis. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. I We don't have a sound, but I'm going to make one right now. Ready? Oh, great. great. Uh, Travis, could you, um, could you come into my office for a sec? Yeah, one second. That's a good Let's sound. do the okay. quarterly review, baby. You know, we, we can't just go out planting seeds willy-nilly and think that they're all going to sprout beautiful flowers, you know? Yeah, I feel like uh, the way that I'm viewing this segment, Darren, is that we've done this podcast now. We're on like episode 27, which is wild. It feels like we just started it. We've talked about a lot of what we're worried about this season, what we anticipate will be happening. And we're around a quarter of the way through the season. And it's time to start thinking about what's changed, you know, Mm -hmm. how are we doing? Yes. I think we should start with our very first episode. We talked about the storylines for the entire season. Mm -hmm. So I want to start there. Let's go through the storylines that we that were presented in that episode. First, Great. we have that the first storyline was overcoming the curse and winning a second cup. It does feel like we are on that path. So I think we're doing okay there. Yes. I think if you were to ask any MLS fan who is the favorite to win the cup, it would be us at this moment. Yes. The aspect of that that you we're worried about is I'll quote you on this. You said, here's why I'm worried when your team wins a championship in MLS, you get stripped for parts. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's well, going okay, though. Yeah. We, we had mean, like half strip. We didn't really get stripped for parts. We, we made some strategic replacements i guess i i don't think john thorrington gets enough credit for how good of a fucking job he does in the front office we did get stripped for parts our best goal scorer left we had a defender leave we had our entire midfield kind of go away we were talking about midfield depth for like five episodes and i am (laughs) so confident in our midfield depth our defense is great we have three solid goalkeepers and we don't have a number nine. We don't have a traditional number nine, but Bawanga is scoring goals at a clip that we haven't seen on this team before. So, or no, we have. And it was Carlos Vela when he scored more goals than anyone else has ever scored in MLS history. Like it, John Thorrington, I know that the people listening to this know this, but it's rare to have someone as good as John Thorrington. Yeah, that's what you also mentioned. What was the second storyline, which was who will replace Chicho? And I think we've answered that as well. I think we're doing just fine there. But what's weird is I think we're still going to bring in a number nine in the summer. I think we're going to sign someone big in the summer. And it's like, so I don't think we have a toe tapper number nine right now. Bowanga is so good at scoring, but we have crosses across the box that no one is putting in. And I bet we could sign. That's a good call. Uh, someone who's aging from Europe. Yes, we'll get to that I point. We'll sign. <laughs> we'll sign billion dollar Messi. Keep going. <laughs> All it takes is a billion dollars and one cent. All uh, you need to do is dismember a journalist, and we can sign Messi. <laughs> How is that profitable? Let's talk about that. Oh, okay, sorry, phones <laughs> um, are expensive, Darren. Ah, uh, I see. Yes, who will replace Chicho? You know, I would say. LAFC is doing well on that. But as far as our progress report goes, should we have been that concerned about that as an open question in hindsight? I don't know. I don't don't know. I will say I'll switch storyline four and three that I have here because you did back it up because you did know, you did call the Denny Boanga invasion. I'll quote you again. You said, I'm going to say something controversial, Darren. This is Denny Boanga's team. And I was ready to uh, – I was all on board for Denny Bowanga having a great season. 
But I was still like, I did find that to be controversial at the time. I listened back to it this week. You know, uh, you you said if I could figure out how to bet online, I would bet on him to win MVP this season. I think Danny Bowanga is going to score so many goals. The one thing that he has that Chicho Arango doesn't have is that Danny Bowanga is very very hot, and I think we can lose sight of how hot he is. <laughs> okay, so you called all of it, really. I need to. This is a wonderful birthday gift that you just gave me because. <laughs> I forgot I forgot that that was in the first episode. It seemed controversial at the time to say that Denny Buanga is more important than any other player on this team, including Carlos Vela. And I don't think there's a person in MLS. There, there's no player in MLS that any team would want more than Denny Buanga at this point. And I just, it feels good to know that I'm very smart. And it feels good to know. <laughs> um, like, I, I love don't, this. It, it, it's... <laughs> He played so well in the last three games of last season, and it is his team. He is the leader of this team, and when he scores, we win. Carlos Vela is the captain of this team. He's in the fabric of LAFC. He will be most likely the most important LAFC player of all time. I don't want to take anything away from Carlos Vela. Denny Buanga is the most important player on LAFC. And I don't think anyone listening would disagree. And it feels so good to know that when people listen to that introductory podcast, we had like 20 listeners and we have so many more listeners now. And they all know that I'm the smartest person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, that also brings up the storyline I swapped that with was which Carlos Vela will show up. Uh, And I think it's the Carlos Vela that is still deserving of that respect. But, you know, we're noticing his his pinpoint passing this year more so than the uh, aggressive goal scoring. But I think that's pretty cool that he's what we're finding kind of like a role player version of Carlos Vela that he was. I don't know if he was happy to fall into that role, but he's doing it really well. I am comfortable saying that Carlos, if he wants to take a PK, should take the PK. You know, like he's earned that shit, but I'm not. The Carlos that we're getting this season is different. And the way that I said that that storyline in that episode was, are we getting the Carlos Vela who's exhausted and trying to do too much and is forcing it? Or are we getting the version that scores all of those goals. And the answer is we're getting neither. We're getting a Carlos Vela that understands where he is in his life and understands what his strength is. And his strength is knowing the game better than anyone on the field and being smarter than anyone besides maybe Chiellini and looking around and saying, okay, we have a really fresh guy named Denny Bawanga and a really young guy named Apoku. I'm going to find them in the best possible situations and get them the ball. And he's so many steps ahead of everyone else on the field. So it's a brand new Carlos Vela, one in which I think is exactly the player we need right now. When you put it that way, it kind of puts it all into, it kind of clicks for me that mentally that's what makes the team work. When you have all starters playing at once, you have the three mental anchors of Vela up top, Ilya in the center and Chiellini in the back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that just right. seems like a, and then, you know, it becomes like, what's the best way to get this firecracker the ball? It's like and the, the spinal that, like, cord of information of like yeah. the smartest people. Yeah. And Boanga's the dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boanga's the rock hard cock of LAFC. <laughs> and to the person who DM me saying we swear too For much, biology. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Uh, I actually, uh, we had other options for that. And I, for rock I hard cock. <laughs> yeah, I think when you think about the team like that, it's just like, how how are these guys going to lose? This is I, I, like, how confident? It's, it's, you're just so confident in having that kind of like coverage. Sports is random. We might lose. We might not win the MLS Cup. Supporter shields within reach. You know, CCL. We have two games that we have to play. It's random. There's a world in which we come away with no cups this season. There's no sure. one on the fucking planet that can say we're not the best team in MLS right now. If we don't win the MLS cup, it's a surprise. And that's a good yeah. place to be in. For sure. The next storyline was that you were excited for steep Buke at the Michael Stipe of the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe I'm not the smartest man. <laughs> <laughs> the steep Buke bit evolution on this show has been from him being the Michael Stipe of the MLS, which I'm not really sure what that means, to Buke Buke, <laughs> which is also maybe not fair. But I would say he's I would say he's still an open question. I'm not gonna go as far as to say that, that he was a bust. Because he's clearly it's, very good. But it's almost comical at this point how easily he gets into the box and how easily he gives the ball up once he's there. <laughs> Stipe it has always annoyed me when people are would say people called Danny Boanga another Brian Rodriguez. They called him another Kevin Cabral. Stipe Buke is as close to Brian Rodriguez as one can get. Uh, <laughs> it, it's you know I, I think Stipe still has a lot of potential, and I think he actually has more potential than Brian Rodriguez because he's younger and he's in a weird situation. And there's a world in which he fucking just clicks in and gets it. He's yeah, not playing smart. True. He's playing dumb. He's worried. He's in his head. It's the opposite of of what you want from someone up top. He he's his confidence is waning in a way that is hurting his game. And what we need for him to do is understand his role on a winning team and the goals will come to him and right now he's forcing it. And that's why Bogus is taking his spot. Yep. The next storyline was do we have the depth to compete in all tournaments we have this year? The answer is yes. And yeah. So it turns out yes, because if they're a third string version, the team can do what they did. Uh, <laughs> how many to, nights ago uh, was Nathan it? How many hours ago? I don't know. Yeah, Nathan Ardaz. The little. Speaking of gremlins, L- oh, yeah. L- listening back to the game, we didn't mention either of the people who scored the goals. We mentioned Maya, but. Uh, yeah, we did. Who scored the fucking first goal? Torres? Um, Torres, yeah. We, I feel bad oh, yeah. that we Great didn't game mention from Torres. Torres. <laughs> Great game from Torres. I'm going to just put it out there now. It, we were excited about the second half of the game. We forgot how good Torres played. In the That's fair. You said in the opening episode, I think we have one of the best back lines in the league. Midfield is good but thin. Sifu will leave at the summer, maybe be surprised by Tillman or Chrysostomo. That's interesting that it was like, maybe Tillman or Chrysostomo will surprise us. But it's like the difference between Tillman and Chrysostomo at this point is really funny to think yeah. about. If it, yeah, very. If they were being mentioned in the same sentence back then. Yeah, I mean, Sifu will probably not be on the team in two months, and that's good, I think. I think he should leave. It, love, it is starting to feel like he's ready to move on and we're ready to move on. And in the meantime, well. things are still good, but yeah. it's like going to be fine for everybody. Tillman, 
Tillman is playing better, and I'm comfortable with saying, Sifu, thank you for everything you've done for us. We have Timothy Tillman now. Oof. It's ah. Oh. It's kind of sad to hear that. Uh, he's always. I agree. He, I he wants to go. If you look at transfer market, he's our. He's worth the most of everyone on our, rocks, our roster. It's like him. Then I think Stepe Buke, like the young guys who are doing well. Sifu deserves to go play in a different team, and I think he wants that. Let him go do it. We don't need him anymore. Thank you for your time, Sifuentes, Mister Sifuentes. Sifu uh, will be in touch. <laughs> Um, it's not you. We'll it's not you. It's us. <laughs> um, real quick, I want to go through. We also had in the first episode Alex Abnos of the Athletic, who went through what he decided was uh, the top t- five threats to LAFC repeating. Okay, and he some of them were prescient. Let's do we'll rapid say. fire. Let's go real quick because he, what I think is I think we should have him on in a Q2 review, a, a midway. What is it called? Half time. What's uh neither of us are half, capitalists. We don't know. Semi annual review. Biannual. Just do it. Semi annual sale. <laughs> we should have him back on the podcast to, to discuss this when we have more games to, to really see how these storylines play out. This is but Alex he, Atmos, the head of soccer at the athletic. I believe keep going. Yes. I believe managing editor. So LA galaxy was his, was his first pick. Maybe just Be- very us. okay, very bad, uh, Alex. That, that one didn't going. turn out great. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if anyone saw that coming. They're in shambles. Austin FC, yeah, mid, maybe mid. they could turn it around. Yeah, Seattle Sounders, Doing not great. surprising, but good. The main thing I want to bring up here is his fourth pick was FC Cincinnati, and yeah. we the bit in that game was that we would just berate him and be assholes about everyone he picked. And we kind of broke character and berated him and were assholes about that pick sincerely. Mm-hmm. You can go back and watch the episode if you want. Uh, this one was no surprise to him and very much a surprise to us. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. <laughs> yeah, he was right. Cincinnati's fucking incredible. I mean, they lost one of their best players just now. They just transferred him. But, uh, you know, he was right. They did a great job roster building and they turned it around very quickly. When I was just was in Miami, I saw two different people in FC Cincinnati gear, so it's Whoa. getting up there. I saw no one in any other MLS gear, but I saw two FC Cincinnati fans in Miami. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. He uh, was humble about it. He said they were so bad for so long, but they seemed to have the makings of a really good team. He, yeah, he he's offered right. it up. And I said, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point. That but the thing that... me in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> and his last pick was Philadelphia Union, which... I had to be on that list, but yeah, we'll see how we that all plays agree, out with them. I think um, another open question. They suck. Yep. Out of the U.S. Open Cup, the first round. Anyway, we the other thing we should catch up on is a segment you called Islanders Get Drafting, which was some sort of Love Island pun. Yeah, um, it was good. I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, it, it fell pretty flat. Um, <laughs> um uh, I think the problem is the word Islanders. <laughs> Are we actually gonna? We should review our. We should review our title bits. Yeah. Wait, like, if you don't watch Love Island, Islanders means the long, like the Long Island Island or the New York Island, like, whatever. Yeah, keep the going. hockey team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I'm just not the right audience for it. <laughs> also, I would have accepted if you had said that it was good. I think you said that it bombed, so I jumped on that as an opportunity to fuck with you. Anyway. 
Uh, so we each picked four players for our sort of like LAFC fantasy squad, except Danny Bowanga was not allowed. We, we were not allowed to pick him. So let, right now, I don't remember if we picked, if we decided that it was all contests or just MLS. Do you want to decide right now? I have both totals here. I think the fair way to do it is MLS because I, we don't know how many contests we're going to be in. I think we should do MLS. Just regular. Okay. So MLS alone, my team was Carlos Vela, Ryan Hollingshead, Jose Cipuentes, and Maria. Maria just has one name, Maria. And and how many do you have with that? How many? Carlos Vela has three goals. Ryan Hollingshead one goal. Sifu zero. Maria zero. I have four okay. goals total. And that's MLS. Travis, only. that's MLS only. Yes. Incidentally, I also have four CCL goals. Sifu's goal with CCL. Vela is the rest. Anyway, Travis's team is Mahala Apoku, Stipe Buke, I'm so sorry, Kellen Acosta, and Lionel Messi. This includes <laughs> a prediction that Lionel Messi will somehow get signed to our team and the goals that he scores this season for our team specifically will yeah. count towards Travis's total. Really went out on a limb there. Despite that, you are only down by one goal. You have three goals between the four of them. Interesting. Uh, a goal for each of the other three. Zero goals for Lionel Messi for LAFC so far. Mm, you'll see the second half of the season. I'm coming back. <laughs> it's true. You never know what's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Once John Thorington saws off the bones of a journalist, <laughs> Messi right. will be yes. That's the only <laughs> thing you got to do. If you're interested, Apoku also has two CCL goals. He deserves credit for that. Uh, but yeah, so it's four to three. I'm ahead by one which is a little shameful given that you're really playing with three players yeah uh, I <laughs> and i have it, carlos vela and you have carlos vela yeah <laughs> uh, i think the big um, swing was we'll stipe stipe was the big swing and bogus didn't exist yet this i feel like these are fair teams at the moment this is good i'm really excited to see how this plays we, out well, we should we track still this don't more know where more for where messi will end up and i do think that when sure, he ends sure, up yeah. on our team you're gonna be <laughs> fucking shook dude i would love for him to end up on our team and not score any goals. <laughs> he like he loses to New mexico united on in usl <laughs> yeah we also already touched on the next thing that i wanted to make sure we touched on which is where in the world is Giorgio Chiellini. The last thing he posted on social media was on May 2nd, for anyone tracking this. Okay, Giorgio, so, if you're uh, listening. Everything's going great. We care about you. You have people here that love you. Please let us know that you are okay and that just come home, Giorgio. We Giorgio, need you home. to come home. For anyone that's listening, I've been leaving – an espresso and a biscotti and an Aperol spritz outside on my porch each night before I go to bed. Just to know that if he happens to be around, he has he's home and he has his supporters nearby. And if he wants to knock on the door and have a warm place to sleep for the night, that's great. If he is on his own journey and wants to continue on that journey, at least I can give him some nourishment along the way. And likewise, I've put a bowl out and it's just Negroni. And if he needs a Negroni, he doesn't need to stop by. He can just lap it up and go on his way. Just know that he has nourishment outside right. my home. When we come back, Darren and I are going to make some bets. More bets. And we're back. 
Every week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's game. Bet it and forget it. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we both put up $5, and if nobody hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed last week. So what are your what is your bet for this week, Travis? What, so last week, last week always, I, said, I said Monterey Bay would be down or would be up on us at some point by two goals, which in hindsight came so close to happening. They, it really they played their best team. We played our LAFC two team. I really thought I might hit this week, but this week I'm really confident, Darren. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I'm very confident this is going to happen. And my bet is this. Not only will Giorgio Chiellini be back in the starting lineup, he's going to score a goal. We're going to find Giorgio Chiellini, and he's going to wow. score for us. He's only scored one goal in, in MLS history. This week, it's going to be two. This week, it's going to be two. Maybe he'll hear this bet, and it will inspire him to come back and do just that. <laughs> After lapping up my bowl of Negroni that I left him. <laughs> uh, okay, my bet is two goals from Elias Sanchez. Okay, he's I just due. want him to get on the board, you know? He's due. Yeah. He's such an important part of the team, and when he comes off the field, we look bad. We don't talk about him enough. He's just like... I agree. He's, he's I think he's the, the heart and soul uh, of the team. I was going to say he he's the colon of the team, but he, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It is what it is. It's like the he's heart and soul is what gets all the glory, but the yeah. colon is what's actually necessary that no one wants to talk. Without about. the colon, we couldn't do what we do, but we yeah. don't talk about it. <laughs> we couldn't shit all over these other teams the way that we do without our colon. All right, we have two very easy-to-hit bets. Yours is Ilya Sanchez with two, minus Chiellini returns from hiding and scores a single goal. Is mine is mine crazy enough? Yes. Because we don't know I where he is. have no idea where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we were both smart enough not to leave out any sort of cured meats that you can get in America, and he would see them and be like, what the fuck is this? This is nothing. Uh, uh, I, I possibly compare it to what he gets in Italy. Loose baloney from Georgia for Georgia. <laughs> well, we shall see. <laughs> what is this? That's our show. <laughs> Darren, take us away. Just a reminder. We will have no live stream this week. Thank you so much to Travis for changing the notes so that I said the right thing there. We will be back on the next preview episode. Travis is having a small birthday and I will be attending <laughs> instead of going to this live stream. So that we are both implicated. It's very small. It's small. We could tell you the details. It's it's on FS2, like I said, but it's very small. Not very many people are going. You have it's to know the password. It's just me, Aaron, and Taylor Twelman. Our theme music <laughs> is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer, along with YouTube, where you can follow us at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe, review the podcast five stars, and leave a review with your typing just putting five stars isn't as fun so please do some typing and if you're watching on youtube give us a thumbs up and a subscribe that's a thing that people keep telling me i need to say and i don't know why it goes a long way to getting us new listeners is what's in to show your appreciation if you heard us on this episode leave us a get drunk and leave us a drunk review <laughs> wait are you saying it was noticeable i was drunk <laughs> no, no 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 everything is fine um, everything is fine 
I can skip the rest. It means a lot when you guys yeah, tell you people to, to listen. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week with some very special guests. I love you. I love you. See you. Bye. Goodbye. I love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Happy birthday to me. Bye. Happy birthday, Travis. <laughs> Bye. Did you make a wish on the love you buys? Yeah, hold on. Let me make a wish on the microphone. I wish that Danny Buanga would kiss me. <laughs> Oh, no. We heard that. Oh, no. No, if you hear it, it won't come true. (laughs) I love you. Bye. Bye.